Welcome to the Design Doctor Podcast, where we talk about how to decorate, remodel, or build a home without losing your mind. I'm your host, Krisha Palmer, physician turned interior designer and life coach. So come on in and have a seat. Let's talk. Hey friends, welcome to the podcast. I want to talk in this episode about a topic that I'm asked about frequently, and it's the source of a lot of confusion for those that are either just starting a new construction or who are about to undergo a big remodel. And that is, how do I know who I need to hire? So do I need a designer, a decorator? What's the difference? Do I need an architect? What about a draftsman? So there can be confusion about what all of these different professionals do, how they overlap, and who you need for specific jobs. So I'm going to try to clear up a lot of that in this episode. We're going to focus on four professionals, okay? An interior designer, interior decorator, architect, and a draftsman. So we're going to go through and I'm going to just define each. The training that each of these goes through and what their job is. We're going to talk about the differences too. So we're going to talk about what is the difference between an interior designer and interior decorator? What's the difference between a designer and an architect? That question comes up a lot. And then finally, we're going to wrap it up with talking about the differences between an architect and a draftsman. So let's just go through and define each of these four and talk a little bit about their job descriptions. So let's start with interior designer. Since I'm an interior designer, I'm the most familiar with this, of course, since I've been through the training. But what is the job of an interior designer? What training do we go through? And what exactly are we experts in? So interior designers are really focused on creating functional interior spaces. So our job is to really research and analyze our client's need, focusing on how you live in your home. Everybody is different. So a home that's designed for another family may not be the best fit for your family. So we really focus on how you live, what your unique needs are, in addition to, of course, your taste and preferences. So our goal is to create an entire space that's physically socially and aesthetically functional. And we use different software and media to get the ideas that we have in our head onto paper so that you can then visualize kind of what we're visualizing. So interior designs have gone through training to be able to draw and sketch. So we draw one point, what's called one point perspectives and two point perspectives. We render and add color, just adding color to drawings to be able to best represent what our vision is to our clients. Now, finding an interior design that does hand drawing and hand rendering is a little rarer these days. All interior designers learn how to do this, but it's very time consuming. So most of us have moved on to all the computer to doing some sort of computerized version of this, which is saves a lot of time. So we might use programs like SketchUp, AutoCAD, Revit. Um, there's, there are a ton of uh, interior design softwares that we can use to present our ideas. We're also well-versed in 
adhering to building codes and different regulatory requirements. And although those vary significantly from town to town, from state to state, we're experienced with researching those codes and making sure that everything we design is code compliant. Interior designers have a Bachelor of Science degree or a Master's degree from an accredited interior design program. I think most people are under the misconception that when you get your interior design degree, you're actually learning how to mix fabrics and how to arrange furniture and how to pick out drapes and color. And that is a small part of an interior design degree degree program. But I would say for the most part, it's, it's more akin to an interior architecture program. So a few of the courses, just for example, that I took when I got my degree was a course, an introductory course, Intro to Interior Design. There's a course just in textiles, so including all the different types of fabrics, weaves, yarns, and how to pick the best textile for the project. There was a course in lighting, all about lighting. There was a course on building codes Introduction to AutoCAD drafting. This is sort of the staple software that architects and interior designers use to draw floor plans. Principles of architecture and building systems, design communication, where we actually learn how to sketch and draw. Residential interior design, commercial interior design, history of interiors, furniture and architecture, fundamentals of kitchen and bath design, historic preservation, there are classes on sustainability two-dimensional art, three-dimensional art. We focus a lot on color theory and really learning to understand color. And then, of course, studio classes where you work on large projects. Then all interior design majors have to do an internship, a working internship before graduation. So those are just a few of the examples of classes that you go through if you're getting your interior design degree. Most of the more subjective parts of design, like you know, what drapes would look best with this sofa, what rug should I use for this room, what color lamp should I select. Those more subjective parts of decorating are actually not really learned or taught in interior design school. Those are things that you pick up over the way or you have to train your own design eye and train yourself to know how to make these decisions. So that's an interior designer. What about an interior decorator. Now, some of you listening may have not even been aware that there's a difference, and there is, and it's important that you know who you're working with and who you need for what type of project. And I'll kind of stop and insert this right here. One is not necessarily better than the other. They're just a little different. There are amazing designers. There are amazing decorators, especially when it comes to residential design. I always tell people that approach me that are interested in doing decorating, and they're like, is it necessary that I get my degree? And my advice is always, if you're just going to do residential design, and you feel like you're really good at it, and you don't mind kind of learning as you go and really working to learn the things that you may not be as familiar with, you don't have to have a degree. On the other hand, if you're doing commercial design, it's extremely important that you have an interior design degree from an accredited university. So interior decorators, as opposed to designers, are those whose specialty is choosing the more aesthetic decorative elements of a space, like furniture, wall coverings, accessories, rugs. 
And yes, this is also a part of interior design and what designers do, but decorators are more focused on just this element. Now, is that across the board? No. Some decorators have gone above and beyond to really study on their own what they need to know for extensive remodels and new construction. So there are some really amazing decorators out there. The biggest difference is the formal education in space planning, being able to map out a space, either a remodel or a new build or creating something from scratch, and also map out space planning and where everything goes in terms of furniture arrangement, being familiar with regulations, building codes, durability, sustainability, all of that extra training that we receive when we get our degrees. Now, decorators can learn this on their own, and many of them do. Just ask lots of questions so that depending on your needs, you know who you need to hire for your project. Let's move on to architects. So interior decorators and designers focus on the interior of the space. And architecture is really more focused on the entire design of the building. Architects are trained and educated and focused on the building's technical requirements like form, the materials used, the climate, the lighting, the flooring, the ventilation, all of those elements that go into constructing a building. They are a bit less focused on how the interior space will look and how it will live for the client, which is why it's also nice to have the perspective of an interior decorator or designer along with your architect. So while architects are focused on the more technical aspects of the building, interior designers and decorators are focused more on human psychology and the emotional aspects of the space. Architecture requires licensure with at least a bachelor's degree from an accredited program. There are also several exams uh, that must be passed and extensive on-the-job experience that has to be performed before an architect is licensed. So we've talked about designers, decorators, and architects. Let's move on to draftsmen. And I bring this up specifically because I recently had a client who came to me who thought that she was working with an architect and this person had created plans for adding on to their home. It was quite an extensive addition and remodel. And when I looked this person up, they were not an architect, it was a draftsman, which is fine. It's just important to know who you're working with and know the difference. So what are draftsmen or drafts people, drafts person? (laughs) Drafters typically need a two-year associate's degree or a certificate from a technical or community college, and they're trained in how to use AutoCAD, which is the most popular drafting software that people in the industry use. So they are trained in the technical aspects of using AutoCAD to create floor plans and elevations and drawings for the home. They are not trained necessarily in how to design these elements like an architect or interior designer. For example, I could give a draftsman a sketch and details about my floor plan that I've designed and they can transfer it to AutoCAD and create the formal construction documents that are necessary to build. Lots of architects have draftsmen on staff that actually do their drawings, but the actual design is the architects. So that's a short summary of the four types of professionals we're talking about in this episode. So let's move to comparing them. So 
How do you know if you need to hire a designer versus a decorator? Well, the main difference in designers and decorators is that designers have a four-year undergraduate degree from an accredited interior design program, and their focus is really more on interior architecture, space planning, building codes, and and function. Uh, They also, of course, focus a lot on aesthetics, color, and fabrics, and furnishings. Whereas an interior decorator's sole focus is more on the aesthetic and decorative elements in the space. Now, just like I mentioned before, this is not to say that decorators don't know about furniture arrangement and space planning and remodels. Many of them do. So I would say that if you're trying to decide between the two and you have a project that's just decorative, let's just say that you're going to decorate your living room and you need new furnishings, new rugs, new colors, pillows, accessories, a designer or a decorator can do that. If you're doing a more extensive project like a kitchen or bath remodel or a new construction, then it's going to be really helpful to have that interior designer on board. Although there are some decorators that will be able to do that as well. You just have to know the strengths of the decorator you're you're dealing with. So what's the difference between an architect and a designer? Well, like I said before, an architect is focused primarily on the structure of the building, whereas interior designers are focused on how you live and use the space and focus on the interior details of the building. And this is an important distinction to know. Now, some architects have a great eye for interiors because they're very creative. They're very design oriented. So some of them can do both. But others are really more focused on the structure of the building, the details of building the space and what's required. The best way to explain this is just by using an example. So if an architect is designing a residential home and let's just say they design the living room, they may look at the floor plan of the living room and make sure like the fireplace is centered on the wall and that that's centered with the kitchen island. They're looking at overall structure, symmetry or asymmetry and how to best design the space. On the other hand, as an interior designer, I would come in and I would talk to you about what are you going to put in this living room? Do you have big furniture? Do you have small scale furniture? What do you need to use the living room for? So as I'm looking at the space during the process of figuring out if this particular floor plan is going to work for you, we would actually place furniture in the room and make sure that there's places for everything and that everything makes sense. That way you don't end up with an unusual niche in the wall or an unusual jogger area in the room that um, we've all been in spaces where we go in and they're like, why is this here? And it was probably more for a structural or architectural reason, but it doesn't make sense with how you actually live and use the space. Another example that I came across recently is I was working on a kitchen and dining room remodel. And when I was working on the lighting plan, most architects would have put the dining room chandelier in the center of the space. It wasn't an individual room, it was an open floor plan. So in the center of the area that was designated dining space. 
But I knew that, that we wanted to put a console table against one wall with a big mirror over it and lamps and then the dining table in front of that. So what that did is that pushed the dining table out from the wall even more. So in, for our chandelier to be centered over the dining table, it would not have necessarily been centered in the in the space or in the room, it was actually out and off center a little bit. But with the furniture arrangement, it totally made sense. So these are the little details that come into play and how an interior designer can be really useful in addition to an architect. So what's the difference between an architect and a draftsman? Well, the main difference is the level of education and training. So architects can design from the ground up a structured plan to account for aesthetics, accessibility, safety, function, and a draftsman is really skilled at taking the concepts and designs that either a designer or architect come up with and putting them into AutoCAD, putting them into, you know, physical drawings that then the builder can take and use. So just like with, with decorators and designers and architects, there are probably some draftsmen out there that are really good at the design component just because they're naturally good at it or maybe they've studied on their own. So if they're drawing plans for a kitchen, they may be able to make really good recommendations in terms of how that's laid out. But you have to be careful because not all of them do. That is not their training. They're not trained to actually design interior spaces like interior designers are. So once again, just get to know the person you're working with and get to know their strengths and weaknesses, what they're good at when you're trying to decide who to hire. So we've talked about designers, decorators, architects, and draftsmen. All right. So hopefully that gives you information that you can use to decide, you know, who do I want to hire for my project? I would say the take home message of this episode is really research and know who you're hiring. Now that you know sort of the roles of each of these different types of people, think about your project and get to know the person you're interviewing. If, you, if you're interested in a particular decorator or a draftsman, make sure you really find out what their skill sets are. You may have noticed that in this episode, we didn't really talk about contractors. The reason why is I'm going to dedicate several episodes on contractors and interviewing contractors. So stay tuned for those upcoming episodes. All right. Well, that wraps things up. My dog is here wanting to go outside, so I'm going to let him out and I'll see you next week. If you're a woman physician who loves all things design and decorating, be sure to check out my private Facebook group, House Calls for Physicians. Or you can visit my website at www.housecallsforphysicians.com.